Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is People Every Day. Coming up, all the sweet and surprising details of Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton's wedding over the 4th of July weekend. Plus, the latest news out of the Britney Spears conservatorship debacle. And Jennifer Lopez breaks her silence, kind of, on Life with Ben Affleck. It's July 6th. everyone. This is People Every Day. I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein, and it is Tuesday, a Tuesday that kind of feels like a Monday for a lot of us, thanks to that long holiday weekend we're coming off of. Uh, that said, there's a lot to catch up on out there, so we're just going to get into it. For today's show, we are bringing you up to speed and breaking down the biggest headlines that caught my eye, and they all happen to be music-related. So joining me is People's Senior West Coast Entertainment Editor and Music News Expert, Meldy Chu. Hey, Mel. Hey, Janine. I feel bad for saying that because it was not a long weekend for you, really. You had a lot of work to do. <laughs> it was so busy and it covered a whole variety of things. Right, right. So let's start with the biggest news. I mean, congrats are in order to the music team at People because finally <laughs> we have the news we have been waiting for for years. Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are married. Yes, and we're so happy for them. Um, I, you know, you, you used to have to cover all their um, ups and downs through the years, and we've seen their heartbreak and then their love story, and it's so nice to see them both get their happy ending now. So, okay, take us into the news. It happened on Saturday, July 3rd. Um, give us just the logistics, where, when. You, you know, it wasn't a surprise that it was in Oklahoma where he has a couple different properties. Tishomingo. I love saying that. So, so much fun to say. Yeah. And it's a small town. I think it's 2000 people. Um, and they adore Blake and Gwen there. They are the king and queen of Tishomingo. Um, he has a sprawling ranch um, and he built this chapel for her specifically so they could get oh married. You know, guys in T when he does that. Um, uh, yeah. And I think he actually started building it before he even proposed. So, um, you know, like our sources said, they've treated each other as husband and wife, life partners for a very long time. And this was very much a formality for both their families who just, you know, adore this relationship and, and wanted to see this happen. But um, yeah, and, and it was very small, around 40 guests, um, mostly family and okay. Carson Daly officiated, which is really fun. He's known them both for a very long time. Nice. Okay. So who, who wasn't there that, that people would be expecting? You know, if it was a typical Hollywood celebrity wedding, I think we would have seen um, Pharrell and Miley and um, all these people. Um, mm -hmm. Our sources said, you know, it's all good there. There, There's no hard feelings. It's just that, yeah. you, I mean, you, you've had a wedding. If you invite one person, you, you end up having to invite the whole office, basically. Oh, yeah. So it's sort of one of those things where they really wanted to keep it. Um, about their family. And, and it's, it's on trend to all the, the stars these yeah. pandemic days have been kind of sneaking away, doing their own thing and just focusing in on family. Uh, okay, what everyone's waiting for, 
the dress, the dresses, let me say. Uh, we got our Vera Wang moment. So describe that one for me, what Gwen wore down the aisle. And then there was a switcheroo for the reception. It was so Gwen. She wore white, which she is very uh, traditional. And that's one of the things that she has mm-hmm. in common with with Blake. They're very traditional. Um, but it was tulle and high-low and plunging neckline. And um, she had this chapel-length veil. And the veil was really um, special because she had um, their names on, on it and then the names of her three sons. Yes, it was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So again, it was very family-oriented. She wanted to make sure that her kids were part of it. She kept her makeup um, really simple, but with the bold red lip that we all know Gwen loves to rock, uh, you know, whether she's like you know, just doing errands around the house or on her wedding day. Um, and then for reception, she changed into another Vera Wang creation. But this one was very rock star, like mini dress, oh, yeah. embroidery. And this one also had, um, I believe, three birds to uh, represent her sons and then two adult birds or whatever they're called um, to represent her and Blake. But the boots. The boots. I was just going to get to that. I mean, she is country glam. She's like, I'm going to fit in in Tisha Mingo with these cowboy boots, but I'm going to make them mine. And they're like six inch stiletto heels. Lord. And the bottom had her and Blake's um, initials monogram with Swarovski crystals, as you do. Oh, I just love that there were all the details there. I do have to say, and I, I hope it's not off color to bring it up. She had one of my favorite wedding dresses of all time way back when with the Gavin Rossdale wedding with the pink. Remember that? It was like white and like faded into the pink. Uh, but this was just so beautiful, too. And then when she came out with that that mini dress. Oh, my God. And then, of course, then you have Blake, who just wore jeans. Um, that part. OK, so so let's get into um, him doing what we know him to do, which is the jeans, but also like <laughs> tuxedo. Yeah, he found a tux uh, jacket and a vest and a, and a and I think it was a white bow tie. Um, but, you know, I. I I, at first, I was like, well, you know, maybe he changed into the reception jeans. But then I know I, I zoomed in and <laughs> saw that he wore the jeans for the ceremony. Nope. Which, yeah, like I just, you know, that's him. And that's what she loves about him, too, that he's just this down to earth, um, great, relaxed, low key guy and, and gives her the shine. And that's what our sources said. He he wanted to make sure this day was perfect for her and everything that she wanted. And that's that's what makes him happiest is to see her happy. It makes so much sense. I mean, he has talked about that to you specifically. Specifically, just about how much he adores her and how he's surprised that, you know, <laughs> she she fell for him. This instant bond that we created, unspoken, and it's still there, of like this unified front of, you know what, I, I know how you feel right now, and I've got your back on this. That big old heart and that sense of humor and just such a, you know, he doesn't even like take himself seriously and he's just so, such an incredible person. They've never stopped saying how lucky they are to have found each other, especially in such a difficult time for both of them. I mean, they were going through the same thing, very public divorces, um, and they really just clung to each other and, and then it developed into this really full life and he loves her kids and um, is a great, you know, stepdad. And I, I th- I'm i sure that helped make her fall very, very quickly to see how he was with her kids. Yeah. Well, let, let's actually take a little trip down that timeline because uh, it was 2014 that they first met on The Voice. And I remember specifically Twitter thought this was a complete <laughs> like ruse that they were not really together. This was for a publicity stunt. Some 
something was wrong because people just couldn't wrap their minds around them getting together. And then uh, in, in 2015, they had their heartbreaks and, and then they started dating in 2015 shortly after and then spent lockdown together more recently in, at Shelton's Ranch with their kids. And for a lot of couples, we saw that that was like a make or break. Yeah, they loved it. And he told us, you know, we, we've been planting things in our garden. We've been riding around on tractors. And then they made two hit singles, too, um, more love songs. And it's really cool to see their trajectory from the first duet they released when they first started dating. It was very much like, I have a crush, but I'm still hurt. Do we want to date? All the way to now. And their latest song, I think, is um, Happy Anywhere. And it's about, you know, being happy with this one person anywhere in the world. And um, in this case, it was on Blake's Ranch. So it's really cool to see how much they've grown um, as a couple. We have a whole new country rock duo out of this relationship. I, I really appreciate all of it. So so what do we know is next for them? I mean, they have completely blended their family and he dotes on her kids so much. He talks about how they've just brought so much out of him that he didn't know was there as a father figure. Um, but, but what's next? What's coming up? Is there honeymoon news? What, what's happening? You know, they had a very, very small window to fit in this wedding. Um, they mm-hmm. both have really packed schedules coming up. She's working on an album and new residency. He's going on tour in August and he has the voice. Um, so yeah, they really had probably a couple weeks to fit this in. And so I'm sure they're itching for a little bit of a <clears throat> vacation celebration and whatnot, but, um, it's right back to work for them. Um, and then they go their separate ways for a bit, but we're, we're hearing, you know, friends think they're so good together because there's just this trust there. Um, yeah. and they're so supportive of each other. And he's just in all of this rock star career that Gwen has and is like, You know, it is not intimidated by that at all. Next up, more on the latest top stories. Stay tuned. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's move on to Britney Spears, uh, the story that just keeps on developing. Um, There is news now that there are some really important people who are out of her life at this point. Both her lawyer and her manager now have said that they are stepping down. They will no longer be representing her. So, I mean, is this news a surprise to you or did you feel like it was just more in line of what was going to come from her bombshell uh, speech that she gave? 
I think it was clear a lot of change was going to happen. We know she's not backing down there. She still wants a lot more independence and freedom. But also, you know, people are upset on all sides because they believe, you know, their side of the story, that they have had her best interests at heart, that, um, you know, reportedly Sam Ingham was shocked to hear in court and upset that she said uh, she was never told she could petition to end her, ter- um, to end her conservatorship. You know, Joni Montgomery, her personal conservator, and Jamie Spears, her father who oversees her finances, they're just sort of squabbling over, you know, who's responsible for Britney being upset. And then meanwhile, amid all this, you had the uh, independent uh, financial firm who was co-conservator with um, Jamie for her estate, you know, step down. And and then her manager, Larry Rudolph leaving is a huge deal. He essentially discovered Britney and they did, you know, have a bit of a break in, in 07, 08. That was around the time she was, you know, having her public... Um, breakdown. Uh, but then he came back and helped her rebuild her career. So that that part, I think, is a bit shocking because they've been together so long. Yeah. And so I saw um, Twitter kind of buzzing about these 911 calls. So so what do we know about that development and, and how that's playing into all of this? Yeah. So um, uh, Ronan Farrow, he came out with a New Yorker piece um, in it. Uh, a new piece of reporting is that right before the hearing the night before she had um, called reporting conservatorship abuse. So, that, I mean, it's clear that she's been very unhappy. It's just so complicated. I mean, so many players are involved here. Yeah, yeah. So so there's still no petition filed, right? So 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 where are we at officially in the state of her conservatorship? Like the judge said in court, it's really up to her next. Um I mean, I guess without a lawyer it's a little harder to file yeah. for. Yeah, but um you know, we checked in with our legal sources this morning and and they said keep an eye on what happens next if um you know, once Ingham officially steps down, Will she choose her own lawyer or um, will uh, the court assign her one? And if it's the latter, it sort of means things are status quo and the judge likely believes she needs to remain in it. Um, If they let her choose her Mm. own lawyer, that's a big step because it shows they trust her to make a decision um, to find her own legal counsel, which most conservatives don't get to do. So um, we'll see what happens next. I think um, her lawyer stepping down may throw a wrench in things if she was planning to file, which we heard it wasn't happen- happening just yet because she doesn't want to do the mental health evaluation. So so July 14th is another uh, big date. So what can we expect there? I think that's a day that all parties will be able to sort of present their evidence. You know, Jamie uh, did file a a legal document last week, I believe, saying he wants an investigation into all of um, Britney's claims um, to make sure there was an abuse. But also, I think it's a bit to show, you know, set the record straight, perhaps, and and show evidence that he's been acting diligently and, and, um, you know, there's no sketchiness going on. So... um, We'll see what comes out of it. Yeah. All the conservators, conservators want a chance to tell their side of the story. We we didn't hear them speak during the, you know, very revelatory court hearing um, a couple weeks ago. And now this probably is their chance, too. All right. Well, we will be listening in for that. Huge news. Um, but also happy news now to shift over to J-Lo. Just another juggernaut in the music space. But uh, all good things here, right? So she is out with some new music. She dropped the new song Cambia El Paso with Raul Alejandro on Monday. Cambia el paso. 
Cambia el paso. Cambia el paso. But she spoke about why she's making this great new music and the great place that she's in, right? She talked to Apple Music. So uh, what what was your biggest takeaway from this? And it's in relation to, you know, her situation. <laughs> I know, without saying... Without saying actually anyone's name, A-Rod or Ben, she just said she's in a really good place where she loves herself, she loves her life, um, she's happy. And I think this song was her way of sharing her own narrative. You know, she she's been through a lot of change and she said people who love her will say, are you OK? Like, how are you doing? You know, there's a lot going on. And, and she, this is her way of saying, I'm doing great. Look at look at my hot new music. Um, I'm embracing the change. And sometimes you just got to do what's best for you. I love it. And, and Cambia El Paso is translated to change the step. So a lot of changes <laughs> that she's had uh, going on. Um, I, I, I love her line about saying, I'm good. I love my life right now. I love what I'm doing. I love where I'm at. I love the person that I am continually kind of evolving into and becoming. And that that kind of joy, that kind of happiness, that kind of love always inspires me. So she's just in a good place in general. But we also know she's coming out of a good weekend, too, right? So what can you tell us about what she and boyfriend Ben Affleck got into this long weekend? Yeah, they've been busy. They were at Universal Studios with some of um, uh, her kids, and, and I think it was one of his his children. And then they um, flew to the Hamptons for the weekend, and there are sources say they're just really happy together and they feel this is a serious relationship. Um, and I think they're really giving this a good try to see if it can work. Nice. And just one other thing she said that got me was that um, she's great on her own, which was I will say a little bit of a head scratcher for a second because it seemed like (laughs) rapid fire, right? Like from A-Rod into the arms of Ben Affleck. But what is the sense that we've gotten about just how she is in terms of of her her understanding of herself at this stage in her life and her career? You know, she she really has grown a lot. And in terms of her career, too, it's changed. Um, she's she's said herself she had ups and downs in terms of choosing projects and and, and finding success. Um, but in the last decade, I want to say, you've seen this huge resurgence and she seems more confident than ever. And um, she, it seems like she's in a good place to be in a real relationship, even, even if it was fast. Um, and our sources said she and Ben... Um, they never lost that love for each other. Um, there were no bad feelings. They always supported each other from afar. Um, and now this is this is on their second chance at love, which is I know. I love this couple. Uh, okay, so in a great place. But what do we know? Lastly, about a Rod. I mean, how is he doing these days? I know he has a home in the Hamptons as well. So I'm like hoping they didn't cross paths because that would be awkward. But um, what do we know? You know, I think he seems very, very focused on his kids right now and yeah. work. Um, seems like that's how he's getting through the breakup. There were all these rumors about him and um, Ben Affleck's ex, Lindsay Shookus. Um, but it turns out they were, they were I think, friends, longtime friends. Um, they were in a at a a gathering, so it wasn't just you know a one on one or whatnot, but um, but yeah, uh, he's been posting a lot with his kids and spending time with his daughters. Um, I don't know, I can't imagine what he's thinking about all this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good answer, because I can't either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mel, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That was People's Melody Chu on the latest news surrounding Gwen and Blake, Brittany, and J-Lo. For more on those big stories, head over to People.com. And now, something to make you smile. What do you get when you combine high-octane action and choreographed dancing? Well, Fast and the Furious, the musical, of course. Ever since Vin Diesel said he'd be down to do a musical of the franchise, creative wheels started turning, if you will. And one guy in particular nailed it. Listen. Vroom, vroom. Tough luck. I'm better off driving a 40-ton truck. Just go. Bye, try. That's Chris Matthews, who posted the hilarious video of his parody on TikTok. Hire this man, okay? (laughs) Since F9 premiered at the box office this summer, it has already racked up over $500 million globally. So the fanfare is definitely there. We just need a cast and a script. All right, sending a quick happy birthday out to a Fast and Furious fan, my big sister Jonice. I love you. And I will talk to you all tomorrow.